Monday, at least we 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 have a uh, the uh, Monday is Labor Day. So the let me just read some stuff here that I have. The first Labor Day holiday was celebrated on Tuesday, actually September fifth, eighteen eighty two, New York City. In eighteen eighty four, the first Monday of September was selected as a holiday celebration. Its purpose was to exhibit the strength, purpose of Labor Day. You know, why Labor Day? Um, you know, like uh, January 1st years ago was uh, set up as uh, a, a, a counterpoint to the Red Day Parade communism. Uh, uh, but here, you know, similarly, uh, Labor Day was set up as the holiday celebration purpose to the quote I quote here the to exhibit the strength and spirit de corps of the trade labor organizations of the community, followed by a festival for the workers and their families. It was the growing tension produced by the exploitation of the worker by capital because the Industrial Revolution was had been in full bloom, and uh, uh, the it, the problem then was the shrinkage of the person. Person was being reduced to the status. When I I actually wrote this, but the status of thing, thing, um, his, and and of course in the in the Marxist communist position of work. Uh, the reduction, the, uh, the work becomes a commodity that um, is at, at the mercy of, comp- of um, supply and demand. So it depends your the value of the human work. Well, the, yes, the value of work and therefore the value of the person is reduced to numbers. Uh, and, you know, what are you worth? Uh, and as St. Jose Maria said, that man is worth uh, what his heart is worth. Man, man has been, the value of the human person is the blood of Jesus Christ. And uh, notice how we just, we drift into this, uh, into this malaise of work uh, and the, as the meaning of person, of course, and subject to the value of supply and demand. So it's a calculus, and and of course one of the one of the things in my mind when I started thinking about this last night is the uh, uh, is the reduction of man to the machine. I mean, I, I heard a wonderful presentation by Kings North, Paul Kings North on the machine. He's been I think he's been writing about the machine now for some time. And uh, how we are replaced by ma- the machine, and um, w- and where do you find that? You find that as soon as you walk into a hospital, as soon as you walk into a medical s- a situation, and notice in medicine, which is really coming out of the Christian uh, development relationship to the human person, the hospital, the the whole healthcare industry has been had came out of a Christian. Uh, charity and mercy with regard to the human person, but as soon as you walk in, the whole thing is becomes reduced to numbers. Numbers, what's you know, numbers. 
and even and the, the medical profession, I would say, and, and I, I don't want to, I don't, I, you know, wonderful men and women, but at the same time, the, the ethos of it, the, the culture of it is reduced, is taken over by, a, let me use the word positivism here, of the number. So the, um, so on Labor Day was in, in its principle uh, to, 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 to exalt the, the human person, uh, the trade union, the, the families of workers, the, uh, and so it's an excellent, I wrote down here a couple of years ago, it's an, it's an excellent opportunity for us to reconsider the primacy of persons over structures, uh, which is enshrined in this instruction of Christian freedom and liberation that you probably don't know, um, that came out of under, under the pen of Cardinal Ratzinger, to be honest with you. Uh, and it reads that the priority given to structures and technical organization of a person and the requirements of his dignity is the expression of a materialistic anthropology, that is, the whole understanding of the human person is reduced to thing uh, and is contra- and contrary to the construction of a just, just social order because justice will have to be, uh, have to be in, uh, shot through with the respect and love for the human person. I mean, that's really what's at stake here, you know, basically. So, you know, if you go to, if I go to the opening of the encyclical, which I don't have, I have to go, I have to go online to get, to get the beginning of it again. Uh, but notice the very opening of laborum exertions uh, on, on uh, work, human labor, uh, John Paul II said, Venerable brothers and dear sons and daughters, through work, man must earn his daily bread and contribute to the continual advance of science and technology, and above all, to, ele- to elevating unceasingly the cultural and moral level, etc. Uh, he says, Work means any activity of man, whether manual or intellectual. Whatever its nature or circumstances, it means any human activity that can and must be recognized as work. In the midst of all the many activities of which man is capable and to which he is, etc., etc. From the likeness of God himself, he is placed in the visible universe in order to subdue the earth. Man was created... Man was created to work, operator, I think is the Latin of the Vulgate, uh, to work. And in working, what is, what is he doing? He's subduing the earth. So it says, uh, John Paul II says, from the beginning, man is called to work. Work is one of the characteristics that distinguish man from the rest of creatures whose activity for sustaining their lives cannot be called work. Animals, and now here's the point, only persons work. Only, let me say that again, because only persons work. Animals don't work. They function, they produce, but they don't work. Uh, machines don't work. They function, but they don't, in the proper sense of the term, work. So I, th- I think, you know, we have to re- reconquer the meaning of work as the activity of a person, 
uh, as it says, thus work bears a particular, this is John Paul II, thus work bears a particular mark of man and of humanity, the mark of a person. Person are, is God, person, God reveals himself through Jesus Christ as Father, Son, Spirit. And the Lord says that my Father is always working and I work. So work bears a particular mark of man and of humanity. Very important point. If I can just shout that at you and uh, consider it and look at yourself and look around you, look at the culture you're in and and uh, keep it in mind that what do we mean by work? And we mean person. And we mean person actually in producing, here's the point, in producing things, in in transforming matter. And again, the question then could rise, why, what are we doing when we transform matter? And the answer is what we're doing all the time is creating relationships. Everything that we do and somehow is uh, is for persons, and it, it creates relationship, automobiles, uh, everything here, the internet, everything, uh, the books, paper, the, everything is a, a service of creating relationships of, per, of persons to persons. So it's very important to understand what is a person. And in, and in the work process, uh, man uniquely, uh, machines do it better, Machines do it better, but what they can't do, there's one particular thing they can't do. Uh, I mean, we directed to be service, but the, and, but the car serves me, yes, but not really. I mean, it's only persons they create. I, to be, I used to be so grateful to the people who, who to, to, to Honda, uh, the, the, the design and the creator of the Honda car, which I've now lost. Uh, I don't drive anymore, but I, I was so grateful for the, the engine, not so much for the chassis of the new one, but uh, how wonderfully it put it, it works. And it was all at my service. It's always to, to help us be in relation to one another. That's what it comes down to, is that all of the whole technological, the whole working process of machinery and the rest of it is, in the, is, is at the service of relationships and the the death that the the death of a culture is the is the reduction to a positivistic objectified uh, re, uh, uh, to the individual in which one is alone and you, you, as you look around the society you find a society uh, of loneliness uh, the sickness the psychological sicknesses the the, the the social diseases all come from the reduction of persons to individuals. And so I, I offer this to you that animals don't work, machines don't work, only persons work, God works, the Father is creator. He continues creating, by the way, uh, the, the uh, philosophy of, modern, of the modernity in the beginning in the 15th, 16th, 17th century that God is creates and then steps back and it's a machine that the universe functions as a machine and we have evolution and etc. And therefore we find ourselves isolated individuals lost in the cosmos, lost in the cosmos, as Walker Percy says it. 
Uh, and the, 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 the really the great struggle is the recovery of the relationships, the recovery of the real meaning of work. And to do that, I believe that the point we've got to go, what does the church say? If I go to uh, um, the, the instruction on, uh, well, the meaning, the, the, uh, the instruction, well, if we, 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 we simply, we go to Jesus Christ who re- reveals himself working. Uh, it's the... Um, in the instruction written by Ratzinger, by the Sacred Congregation and Ratzinger leading it, is the um, is a culture of work. What we need is a culture of real work, not a culture of machines, not a culture of just production, not a culture of excellent production and quick production and multiplication, etc., etc., but a uh, a culture of work, a civilization of work, uh, but that comes after the gospel of work. So we have to learn what work is from God, from Christ. Uh, the life here's 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 the uh, instruction: the life of Jesus of Nazareth, a real gospel of work offers us the living example and principle of the radical cultural transformation which is essential for solving the grave problems which must be faced by the age in which we live. He, who, though he was God, became like us in all things, devoted the greater part of his earthly life to manual labor. Now, consider it the creator of the world, the redeemer of the world, Jesus Christ, son of the living God, becomes man and works in a rather dismal place like Nazareth uh, for 30 years as an apprentice carpenter uh, building tables. As I remember the movie, what was the movie? Who made the movie? Where it shows our Lord uh, uh, having made a table, he jumps on the table. He sits on the table in the presence of Our Lady to show how well made it was. His work was well done. And if I leap to the spirit of St. Maria and Opus Dei, the work, of course, is at the very center of the spirit of Opus Dei as the, uh, the summation of the meaning of ordinary work, ordinary life, ordinary stuff, what we do, and the sanctity that takes place in it, that can take place in it, because man is made to not just do things, but in the process, and this is where John Paul II's philosophy is very important, that man is, he, we, we become ourselves in the very work process. That is, we not only do things, the activity of man is an activity of a person. And so he does things, we do things, but we, to do that, we are made in the image and likeness of Yahweh, of I am, and therefore I have to subdue myself in order to subdue the earth. I have to, because I'm free. I was created free in the image of the of the of the three persons, and therefore, in order to work, in order to, in order to do anything, in order to do any particular activity and to perform anything with with the earth, I have to master myself. And in mastering myself, I get possession 
of myself. I have my first private property is me. Uh, I have to own myself. I have an identity. And I, I this is and this is for another meditation, another time. But to, I, to do that, I need to be loved. I need to be affirmed. Uh, as the son is affirmed, is engendered by the father, I also are am created by God, and I need to be loved, and I am loved by God. And that affirmation of me as person is critical for me to be able to get to want to, to even want to. I can't want to unless the Lord moves me, loves me, uh, which is called grace. Without grace, we can't do it. We've been created uh, but not just as we've been created as persons uh, with an imaging of the divine persons, and therefore uh, we have to, uh, our, the first, the, the, the two things that take place in, in any activity is first, I have to master self, I have to, over, I have to overcome my, overcome my freedom to do anything, to do this particular thing, and in so doing, in mastering myself, I make myself, I define myself. I have a name. I'm an I. I become an I. And if I don't master myself, then I'm run by everything else. I'm run by the, by the, uh, the, the low, uh, reductive, materialistic things, material things that are, uh, because it's, that's in me also. So it's it's uh, it's uh, and you know I and I will stumble here because you know to be to, to really get this across or at least to get to get it out I, I what I should do is run around the block first to, to get mastery see in order to preach I have to have mastery of myself I have to, I have to be able to subdue myself in order to speak to you speak the word of God to you uh, and so. So let me go really to something that that fires me on this topic, which is of I take it from Saint Jose Maria, where he says he said this in nineteen sixty something in Pamplona, uh, in in the homily, passionately loving the world. He says there's something holy, something divine, hidden. In the most ordinary situations, and it's up to each one of you to discover it, the divine something in ordinary life, dull, boring, repetitive, material, not exciting, necessarily exciting in any way, uh, life. This is something divine, and you have to discover it. And he says, we have come to say, this is St. Josemaria, with the humility of one who knows himself as a sinner of done worth, that the Lord is calling us. The Lord calls us and he expects love from us all, from everyone, whoever he may be, from everyone in whatever situation, profession or job, because that normal, ordinary apparently unimportant life can be a way of holiness. It's a way of becoming another Christ. And how does that happen? Well, in doing anything, anything, 
if in the mastering of myself to do that thing, if I make the gift, I get control of myself because I have to, and I decide to make, and, and I moved, I, and I'm, I'm open to being moved by the love of God himself who moves me to make a gift of myself, of my very self doing this thing, I am transforming the activity that I do into an act of love, into an act of service. And so, and that transformation that takes place in me, a, a, a human person, is transforming me into who the Son of God is, Jesus Christ, who is pure relation to the Father. So I can, I can increase, grow in sanctity, which is divinity, which is Christification. I can become Christ by the transformation of work itself into gift. And in so doing, it, my, 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 my work itself becomes prayer. Now, it helps immensely to uh, preface that work with prayer. I mean, that's why we need time of prayer. We need a plan of life. We need aspirations. Uh, we need to struggle with self in order to get out of self, because there's another part of me, which is sin, which is the turning back to myself, which is not gift, which is called sin. It's the original sin, which is disobedience. And the reality is, what? It, let, me, let me go to it. What is the work of Jesus Christ? The work of Jesus Christ is the Son of God becomes man, and he takes, or better still, it says, he made him to be sin who knew nothing of sin. I go always to the place of St. Paul, 2 Corinthians 5.21, where he says that. He made him to be sin who knew nothing of sin. So what does the Lord do? He he has, and he has a human will. He, it's not a, he has a divine will as a divine person. But from Our Lady, he received a humanity. And with the humanity, he received a soul. And with a soul, he received a, a human intellect and a human will. And with a human will, he was able to, re, he was able to take on sin, all sin. And he, it says, God the Father loaded him with our sin. Our sin, not his, our sin. And what did he do with it? It's in his human will. He, who is the divine eye, he subdues, he masters himself. This is work. This is the work of Jesus Christ. He masters himself and turns that self, which is loaded now in his humanity, in his human will, with sin, which is for himself. Everything is for him he turns that now into the obedience of going to the cross, which is death. So he permits God the Father to load him with sin, and he freely, he as divine person, freely masters his very human, human will to work. And, and work, his work consists precisely in this. And notice, he spent 30 years doing this. And, and ordinary stuff, common life, stuff that you do, I do, M lower stuff, I mean, it, hammering, tables, saws, uh, a carpenter, probably every one of you is doing something humanly higher than that. I say higher. 
But that is precisely what he, he, he did. He did. This is the Lord God creator did and turns that into, uh, into himself. Notice, he masters himself, his human self. He's, he's got a, it's a divine self mastering the humanity. So let me not confuse you. There's a divine self, the I, the Yahweh, I am, who has the humanity of a human will, human soul. So you've got to know some Christology. You have to go to Chalcedon, uh, the, the fifth council uh, of the church, and uh, understand that there are two natures in Christ. I mean, you need some Christology. You need to understand something here uh, in order to be able to uh, be able to understand to have a, 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 a imprinted a, a, a primitive theology of work uh, in you, <clears throat> which is very important for you to go when you're working. And then, of course, the 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 the, the spirit of Saint Jose Maria. I, I recall going to uh, his back to his words in uh, uh, Friends of God on work. And asking myself again the question, uh, how does one, what is the sanctification of work? And the sanctification of work is precisely making the gift of oneself. It is, it is doing what Christ does on the cross. It is taking the, the human will and all of the laziness and the torpor that we have inside of ourselves, the self-seeking, the vanities, the impurities, the uh, lack of poverty, all of that, take that, and has to be subdued again and again. We have to go through a series, of, the whole life is a series of conversions, small conversions on a daily, daily, multiple daily basis so that we turn that into a continuous and it will become continuous into a uh, an act of self gift. It will be, and and therefore work begins to become little by little, always outside of me. It has to be for another until finally it becomes. Uh, I don't want to say it becomes a virtue. It becomes you. It becomes you. You become. You work. Uh, and you'll find that if you don't work, if and work means getting out of self. If you don't get out of yourself, you can't stand yourself. I mean, I, I find I'm, I'm not surrounded by, but the, I'm running into it all the time. People who are s sad, uh, sick, really, psych psychically, uh, depressed, uh, serious problems inside, and it's always because of the turning back on self. It's the sin of being inside of self for self. And so what? And what's and what's the first? I remember before I knew any of I, I knew any of this, of Opus Dei or this, the theology of it. But I remember when things were really bad, and you get down, you're depressed because you wasted time. You there's impurities, there's attachments, there's uh, infidelities, and 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 that kills you because you find yourself sick of yourself. You can't stand yourself. You hate yourself. And, the, and, uh, and, the, and the only way out of that for me in early years was work. I would say, all right, let's go, let's go, let's go. And if I could overcome, I would go through the conversion of that on, with, from on my level, on a natural level. Uh, but I, I would come out of it. I would suddenly find joy returning as soon as I would get out. As soon as I would get out. As soon as I would work. As soon as I would do what I was supposed to do. And as a scribe, and I, I was just re pointing you to a scribe on this. He says, "Is work the perfection of work? The sanctification of work consists not in doing perfect work, 
Well, it does. It consists in finishing, which is not just perfect work, although perfect work can be a, a sign of it, but it's the attitude of finishing it, getting out of myself, of giving it away. That is Christological. That is sanctity. That is divinization. That is the quid divinum. This is the mind something, and that you're introducing that into a into this world, this material, this particular society, the way you work, the way you give yourself, the way you finish it, uh, is is Christ present. It is it is the spirituality of Opus Dei. Uh, it is the whole ballgame. It's it is it. And notice, it takes place in the center of the society. It is most secular. It's loving the world passionately. As a matter of fact, the problem is we don't love the world passionately enough. To love it, we want to love it the way God loves it. And so, and, and where, where, where do we get help here? The sacrifice of the Mass. What is the Mass? Except Christ obeying the action the action of Jesus Christ mastering himself, making the gift of himself to the Father in obedience. And so it's time. So a Labor Day. <laughs>